Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. What we're going to talk about today is you can't save the world. If you try to save everybody in the world, you're going to end up saving absolutely nobody. 
That's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm also going to share with you, I spilled a spaghetti on my beautiful cream colored floor and my wife was not a happy camper. And more we're going to talk today on the Ramon Ray segment of Breakfast with Champions. So indeed, welcome, welcome, welcome. A few things we're going to share, a few tips before we get into the main segment today. Before we do that, I'm Mike, and if you're with me, can I hear you say, with me. Let me hear you say that if you're with me today. With me. With me. Ding, 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 ding. You know it, brother. Here we go. Get ready. Buckle up. Hold on to your seat. Ding, 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 ding. Last week, I saw an amazing movie. It was by Adam Sandler, actually by Netflix. He was featured in it called Hustle. If you saw that movie, please put that in the chat. I'm curious who saw the Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Hustle, I thought it was pretty, pretty freaking amazing. And here's the bottom line. One, it was a basketball uh, uh, movie about basketball, so bad enough Dre and others who are in sports saw it. But it was about hard work and hustle. That was the premise of it. Hard work of the player from Spain who is being courted by Adam Sandler. Hard work by Adam Sandler, who was the guy, you know, the, the schlubby guy struggling in his career and work. Hard work by the teams who are uh, recruiting other players. Hard work all around. What was interesting, though, about this player that was recruited, this gentleman was from Spain, he was wearing construction boots, he was in a poor home, single mom, and his, and his daughter, the mother wasn't even in his life. Kind of an interesting situation, unlike, I mean, very much like many, some of you listening here to my voice. But the guy had talent. He had talent. He had talent. He had a beautiful heart. And so was Adam Sandler coaching him to be a better basketball player but this person actually helping Adam, Adam Sandler as well be a better person. So the premise of the movie or one part of the movie is really helping us understand and asking us, reflecting, how bad do we want it? Shannon saw it. Yes, Shannon saw it. Love it, love it, love it. And Taryn saw it as well. How bad do we want it? How bad do we want to go for our dreams, for the vision, the things we're working forward to? How bad? What risk were we, are we willing to take? I think another premise of the movie was talking about how we treat people. The owner, right, of the Sixers, I think it was in the movie, wasn't treating Adam Sandler so well, and they had some conflict and issue. Lo and behold, the player went to another team, I think the Boston Celtics. And I think the other thing, which is a totally separate lesson I learned from this, was the power of our brands and our name. I definitely have no Adam Sandler name. But in some small business communities, I'm pretty well known. So as I shared with you all last week, I was on a webinar with SCORE. We had about 5,000 people who signed up. Now, I'm sure all of them didn't sign up for me, per se. But in that segment, they've heard my segments before in SCORE. And so many people knew what I was going to bring. And they said it was one of the most popular segments ever. I had done another segment with Hello Alice. If you don't know Hello Alice, check out Hello Alice. And it was funny how that was one of the most highest rated events they had. Over 100 people signed up for my course on how to get free publicity. So names matter. And that Vilma was Adam Sandler. His movie was Hustle. Hustle on Netflix. Really great movie. So that was my lesson there, just watching that Adam Sandler movie. Really good movie. And I suggest all of you check that out. 
Ding, 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 ding. Moving to our next segment. This past Saturday, I was at an amazing, amazing event. It was called Next Gen HQ. And by the way, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, you can click the link at the top to get all the notes and links and et cetera to things I'm talking about. These are raw notes where you're seeing exactly what I'm going to talk about as I'm saying it. So they're raw and unpolished. Or you can also DM me on IG, the word BWC, DM me on IG, just BWC, and I will send this link to you as well, especially if it's this week, because that link will change next week. So Next Gen HQ. If you're not familiar with the Next Gen HQ, it's a great uh, community for startups. And you can see Next Gen HQ, I think it is .com. And Lady Meshel, thank you for sharing the room on Twitter. Thank you so much for doing that. And so I went to this event and I had two sections of mentorship where I was mentoring others from 11 to one and then from three to five. And I had half an hour segments in between. So that would have been what about for eight mentor mentoring segments from three people to two people to one person depends on how many people in each 30 uh, minute segment. And I mentored. Yes. So lesson number one is we all have the power to mentor and help others. But wow, I learned so much more from the young adults, young people, and older people that I was mentoring. And I wanted to tell you a bit about their businesses just to inspire you because it's humbling. So one of the first people who sat down, and by the way, I'm curious, how many of you have a consistent, persistent uh, mentorship that you do on a persistent basis in your world? If so, feel free to chat about that in the chat. Tell us maybe what it's about, or just put the word mentor. If you mentor people on a regular basis, I'd love to know who that is. Put the word mentor in the chat. Love to see who that is. So there's a gentleman who came to my table, and he sat down, and he brought a pair of headphones. His company name is uh, Adaptive Solutions or something like that, I believe. And he said, listen, these headphones are special. What's special about them, it's 3D printed. I was like, ooh, okay, that's cool. 3D printed, great. And then he said, what's special about them, there's a certain level of type of printing it is, and that's called, I think it's called adaptive manufacturing. Forgive me, I don't know the exact name. Some of you will know it. I love it. I see here, Christina Howard Mentors. Um, love it how Dorothy is, and Dora Marie, and Jeff, and Kimberly. We have Nico putting some uh, trading options in there, which are not so cool, but thank you, Nico, for being here. But add value to our community. Add value and share with us what you do and how we can help you. So, Dora Marie you're too fast girl <laughs> so he came there and sat down and said um uh he has headphones and that they were 3d printed and he kept focusing on the 3d printing 3d printing and i said so you want to be like beats and get like a big uh celebrity to endorse you and an influencer and i said so if lebron james were to take your headphones and share it with the world can you scale that he said, oh, no, I can only do about 30, 20 or 30 a month. So as we dug deeper into what he really wanted, he really just wanted a cool designed headphone to share. And I said, in that case, you can make that in the U.S. or Mexico or China and mass scale it. So he started to think he said, you're right. I was so focused on the 3D printing and printing it in my room, printing it in my school, I didn't think of how I would scale it. So my point being one lesson there, sometimes sometimes we're so focused on the coolness we're so focused on ooh, this is cool how i'm doing it that we forget about the practicality of building the business 
Another thing that was interesting is I was mentoring these uh, these uh, young uh, leaders, next gen leaders, is personal branding. So many were interested in how to build their personal brand. If you haven't had my book yet, Celebrity CEO, I beg you for your sake, not mine. I get what two dollars for it, something like that. Go on Amazon.com and get the book Celebrity CEO by Ramon Ray, all about personal branding. And it was interesting though as well, how many younger people were here, like 30 and younger, and they had this insatiable desire to change the world. I was humbled. I was like blushing, like what have I done with my life? I talked to a lady there, her name was Kim. Maybe she was 30 years old, maybe 28, not sure. Do you know she's building space programs? Actually, Dora Maria, I should connect you with her. She's building space programs. Another dude sat at my table. He has a company called Bullet Pitch, a brand new startup company where they feature one startup a week and it's called Bullet Pitch. He owns a great domain name. So I may try that out and work with him. Then you have Estella. Estella is a gem of a young lady. Wow. Not only her smile infectious, she's all about sustainability and she has a marketing company focused on sustainability. Then I met Nicole. Woo! Nicole was on fire, and she had reached out to me, several actually people, because this mentorship uh, application has been going on for a while. So they would research who they wanted to meet. And I would figured, I was figuring, I don't know why, I guess limiting beliefs, that nobody was going to be at my table. But several people, Ramon, we researched you, and we know your jam is personal branding and small business. We wanted to talk to you. So I was like, okay. So Nicole sat down with me. She has a business called Celebrity Hair for Less. Celebrity Hair for Less. Many ladies wear wigs just for fashion and style. And then Nicole explained Nicole was going through a lot of issues with cancer. And so that's a market there for, for it's often ladies, but men as well, who've lost their hair and want to restore back the, that hair that they had, right? So wigs for that and different types. Nicole was telling me all about it. And so she said it's not just wigs or hair replacement she wants to have, but she also wants to do it for the experience. So people who've been kind of in an uncomfortable situation in life, they can come into and get fitted for the hair they want in a wonderful experience. So that was Nicole. Then I talked to Debbie. Woo! Debbie is on fire. She's done consulting cities and marketing and building relationships with all kinds of people in the sustainability world. I met with Alex, who's building a brand new podcast platform. I met with the team from Maverick Next. Another lady sat down with me, zvook.co, Z-V-O-O-K.co, and she's building a business that helps you insert ads into podcast advertising. So the, actually not insert ads, but so the hosts of the podcast networks can read your ad. The gem I met, the gem I met, folks, was Savannah. Yes, indeed, lady. Uh, Michelle, 3D printing is amazing. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So Savannah, her company is Casa de la Luna, all about feminine health. And one, me being a dude sitting across from this lady who was so comfortable talking about menstrual cycles and all kind of things of feminine health. It was so refreshing because she was open and talking. I was like, let's get it on. Let's talk about it. And she just was talking about it so beautifully because feminine health is, is a whole special segment, right? That guys just don't go through. 
And the point is she's building a whole company and product line and sourcing all kind of things for ladies. But the interesting that was interesting is this. I asked her about her business name, Casa de la Luna. And she said, you know what? It does sound like a tongue twister, but then I paused. And I said, I'm a native English speaker. But to someone who's Hispanic, and if that's the market you're targeting, it sounds perfect. House, and I think Luna refers to moon and cycle. You get it? You get it? How many of you like that? How many of you get that? How she has a play on that word. So my point being is that I met Savannah and just with, I, sitting down across from this queen, this young lady, it was just humbling how on point she was about building her business. So that was Savannah. And then here's the other person that I met. Her name was Haven. She can't be more than 20 or so years old, and she's gone through severe abuse and trauma in her childhood. But it was amazing how she was sitting there, and she wants to build a bear that has some AI and movement and other things in it, because she said when she was going through the trauma she went through, and when she was taken away by the police from her parents, she wanted to hug she wanted something to attach to, and she wants to build that for other children. So it was amazing, just as I share, the time where I was mentoring, I was sitting, people were coming to learn from me, but I was like, woo, no, I've learned so much from all of you. Wow, and you can look at my IG, look at my Facebook, you can see the selfies I have and the selfies I've taken with so many of them. And then I met Nikita. Nikita wants to build a theater, and through theater and through Broadway and shows like Hamilton and things of that nature, infuse education. So that was my Saturday. I'm gonna pause here for a minute to hear if any of this resonated with you about the Adam Sandler movie Hustle, those of you who've seen it, even if you have it, what you thought, what did you think about when you mentor? What are some things you're going through as you mentor or next gen, actually I typed that differently here, made some typos in here, I did it really uh, quickly, but I'll fix those in a minute. Next gen HQ it is, next gen HQ, what are your thoughts on that? Let me pause real quick, see if anybody wants to unmike and join me in this first part of the discussion. Anybody want to join or say one or two comments? And if not, it's all good. Let's see if anybody wants to I'm join. A, I'm going to pop in. This is Lolita. Hey, hey Lolita. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you know, about this mentoring space, I love that you really tapped into the fact that sometimes you mentor, but most times you're getting mentored at the same time, right? And so that's just a reminder for us to be a forever student. And um, it really goes with what Ify was talking about before, too. When you look at the world like, hey, I'm willing to serve, but I am a forever student, too. You just talked about so many things that you learned from the same space that you absolutely were a mentor in. Every time we show up and speak up, we actually are mentoring someone, coaching them, leading them, and gifting them some nuggets so that if they choose, they, too, could shift in a different type of way. So I love that. Thanks, Ramon. Oh, Lolita. Lolita, you're welcome. Lolita, I have a question for you. It's a, it's a question from third base. Can you handle this question, I think Lolita? I got it. It's a I far think off. I totally might different. have it this okay. morning. <laughs> okay. Lolita, I'm trying to reduce carbs and I'd eat so much bread, Lolita. <laughs> but when I finish my segment, I want two warm croissants from the, uh, from the, the, the cafe across the street from my place and a cup of their coffee. Is that okay if I get two chocolate croissants that are warm out of the oven or should I discipline myself and not do it? Lolita, you're the judge. What you say matters what, <laughs> what i say matters what i yes. say is because we want to gift business to the to the folks across the street 
I would say go get one, only eat a third and gift it to somebody else that you're going to be with today. Ooh, How's that, Ramon? Treat yourself and treat someone else too. <laughs> Bring it, girl. See, look at that. Thank you, Lolita. All right. Anybody else want to unmike, say your name real quick. We'll have one more share before I go on. I have a lot more to my segment to share. Anybody else want to join? Go. Oh, sorry. It's Mary Lynn. Can you hear me? Hey, Mary Lynn. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? So I'm just making sure because I live in Matrix Avenue. But, you know, you were talking about these girls and I've been a director for a nonprofit for like 10 years. And we every year pick a different worthy cause. One has been an education through, uh, you know, singing, dancing. One has been uh, a Angels Against Abuse who gives kids who are taken out of their home sheets, clothes, teddy bears, backpacks. And I'm thinking, may I just may be more of a connector not and you know be able to help some of these kids with my nonprofit experience the younger people but i had never really put that together i just think of it as my job to do this but maybe there's something there that i can explore further so i appreciate that it, i wouldn't have thought of it otherwise Oh, Mary Lynn, I love it. And please feel free to DM me. You know how to reach me or email me directly. It's best, Ramon at RamonRay.com, my new email address. And let's do it. I'd love to connect you with some of these people. Or even better, Mary Lynn, the organization's Next Gen HQ. So feel free to Google them now, you know, whatever it is. But I'll connect you to them, and, and you can uh, build that relationship. But it's a good organization, Next Gen HQ. What do you think, Mary Lynn? I'm all over it. It's like I, I, these things, you know, you wouldn't even think of unless we're here talking about them. So I appreciate it, and I will definitely explore that further. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We're going to continue on the journey of Ramon's Clubhouse show and Breakfast with Champions. Thank you for being here. Keep using that chat. Love, love looking at that chat and seeing how you all are, are loving it, appreciating, appreciating it. You're right, Dora. Matrix Avenue. <laughs> that was good, Mary Lynn. <laughs> all right. Let's move on here. Ding, 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 ding. How to successfully found two businesses at exactly the same time. This is from Entrepreneur. And by the way, you can just DM me on IG, the word BWC to get these notes, the word BWC, or just click the link at the top in Clubhouse and you can see the raw notes as I go through in some links. A lot of them point to the Wall Street Journal, my favorite uh, publication of choice uh, for business. So how to successfully found two businesses at the same time. This is for Entrepreneur from Entrepreneur. And I say that because I've talked about the transition I I'm going through. The deal has not been sealed yet, so that's pending, but it looks like I'm about to sell uh, my third business coming up here. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. In the next few days, weeks, whatever that may be. Thank you. So I'm excited about that. And then as Scott has said, me, Scott, and Adam Smith are forming a brand new business. And so we have some legal documents, I believe, this week that Scott's lawyers and accountants and others will be reviewing and going through. But I'm really excited to roll with Scott Simons and build something massively huge with him and Adam Smith. So I'm going through some changes. Um, and in effect, running several programs, even more than I have already, at the same time. But here's four key things they said. One, prepare to delegate. Prepare to delegate. And know what you can focus on that you do well and what somebody else should do. Number two, track the time you spend with each business. This is important. And number three, 
use a single location for both businesses. They were there talking about retail location, but you know, uh, so that's that minor online more so. And then four, benchmark successful processes. This is very important. Me, Adam, and Scott have been talking for weeks about processes. I've been putting documents together for them to review about how I would build this and how we would build this. So it's important to get that process down tight as you're launching multiple businesses, because it can be done, but you have to have them systems right. Uh, Justin's talked about his businesses, right? He has an agency business and he has his real estate business. Both are running consecutively. So it's definitely doable for sure. But I'm really excited about that. And I think that uh, it's important to understand, especially the aspect of delegation and really what you want to do. We're going to shift gears here to another topic that's really interesting. Ding, 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 ding. Moms being overwhelmed. I'm curious if you're a mom and you felt or feel overwhelmed, can you please put that in the chat? Like OW, OW for overwhelmed. Put that in the chat. And here's the thing. The article is very balanced and interesting. I'm a dad. I'm a <laughs> Mary Kim's like, yep, that's me. I'm a dad. I fully participate in my kid's life, fully participate as a partner with my wife, absolutely all day. But moms just have it different that I've seen in the article says. And by the way, shout out to our single parents, our single moms, single dads. Shout out to y'all. Y'all have a whole nother ball of wax. But they were talking about, especially being in a two-parent household, how moms are overwhelmed. And here's what it says. Surveys, uh, she, surveys or company have conducted show that moms are less willing than dads to outsource domestic duties because they feel those tasks are part of their identity. They also found that women are nervous about creating tension by raising the issue. This is no political thing and all this kind of thing it is. This happens in my family right here. My wife is a very accomplished woman, wonderful woman, but for example, for her, I'm saying for her and our family, not everyone's the same, she likes to cook. She likes to cook for her family and her kids. That's just what she likes. I've said, baby, why don't we get somebody else to do it? She's like, no, I want to do it. So that goes back to what that survey says. She feels that's her identity, and I understand it. I have things that I feel are my identity too. I would be terrible if somebody else were like putting money to our family and I was just playing Netflix all day or video games. So that's one. They said that many moms just feel certain things are part of their identity, and part of it's, I think, God-given, and they just want to do that for their family. Number two. This, the quoting here, she said that even though her husband was very involved, it was the mental task that killed her, metaphorically. Just the amount of tech she was fielding from other moms, organizing carpools and playdates was dizzying. How many of y'all know what that's like? You know, where you have your partner, you got your husband or whatever who's doing great, but it's you who's running the show. You're kind of like the COO of your house. How many feel that, right? Dr. Tangie's putting that in there as well, right? So you got all this buzzing around, even though your husband, your man's good, it's just different. And, and I know that's the same in my case. I just operate at a whole different frequency uh, than my wife does for sure. So oftentimes a lot of the planning and burden falls on her. Um, so here's some solutions. They say, one, discuss expectations. That's something they mentioned, discuss expectations. Two, do a daily check-in. And the next thing they said is, lay out your cards. There's a little game they created to use cards to help better manage the household. So I thought that was pretty cute. I'm going to get to my main segment, which is we can't help everyone. And if we try to, we're going to save no one. And about me spilling spaghetti on the floor. 
this past weekend. Ding, 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 ding. For those of us who travel quite a bit, travel can be an absolute pain. Thank you, Victoria. Victoria loves those cards organization. Christina Howard's chiming in here indeed. The worst case scenario guide to summer travel. Here's a few things you can do as we're traveling more and more and more, especially during the summer months. If you're at the airport when it's canceled, go stand in line. But while you're doing that, get on the phone and check the internet. Look at the airline's mobile app. So what the article is saying, stand in line, get on your phone, check the internet, and look at the airline's app. Do all of it at the same time. David, the sales, sales angel, what's up, man? Glad you're here. I hope you spend five minutes with us in a minute here and give some tips on sales, brother. I'll be done with this segment in a few minutes. So I hope you hang tight if you have the time. Glad you're here, brother. Um, so that's some tips on a summer travel. You know, I travel quite a bit, especially in pre-pandemic, but the travel is getting back up. Now, I happen to be a platinum flyer. So, you know, for what it is, when there's a problem, they're going to put me first, put me over others. That's just how it works. It's automatic. So I don't feel so guilty about that. <laughs> but in the case of travel, there's a lot of things you can do to help mitigate when travel issues come up. Second thing they said, reach out to the airline via direct message on Twitter. I've done this before. I've used Twitter, used social media to reach out to airline, my airline of choice, United, and they've responded fast because they can scale more than answering phone calls. They can deal with multiple people at once online rather than a phone call. Another thing that's interesting, the worst thing travelers can do is not act quickly enough. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Lolita. Thank you, Annette. So they're saying not acting quickly enough is the worst thing you can do. So act quick when you get a hint. When you smell like something may go wrong. Next point, car rental troubles are likely continue. So listen, have a backup plan. Those of you who rent cars, I think Glenn was on uh, a tour uh, to upstate New York doing some things in a car. So listen, car rental troubles are going to happen. So make sure that you prepared for that. All right, here's another tip here. Ding, 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 ding. The biggest mistakes companies make with cybersecurity and how to avoid them. Security is important. It's important that we secure. I've gone through a change in migration. Have that two-factor authentication on so when changes are made to your account, you get a code via text on your phone or if you have an app like you have your uh, cell phone service or Google, sometimes they have apps built into the phone that can enhance your security. But here's six things this article says, and I think we smaller businesses can learn from this. Focusing on tech instead of employees. You can have all the great tech in the world, but if you're hiring a total moronic loser who's a thief, not much you can do about that. Relying on training instead of changing attitudes. Training is good, but you also should focus on the attitudes of your team. Leaders who set bad examples. How can you tell your, your company, your employees, your team members, whether it's a team of one or 10, to be better at security and you're writing down your password on a darn sticky note? Come on now. Number five, not analyzing small decisions. It's often not the big decisions that cause problems in, a, in security. It's the small little decisions that people ignore. That password that's not been reset. That default admin password that stays admin. It's those small things that make some of the biggest differences. Focusing on prevention at the expense of recovery. You have to balance both. What happens if you go to your office and you have no access to your computer? What will you do? So understand that prevention is important, but also the recovery. And lastly, missing the competitive advantage. 
article talks about in saying that you can leverage and say we are a very secure company and that can be a competitive advantage against your competitors especially if you're very secure all right a few more things here ding 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 this was an interesting article by jason fried i think his name is the president of 37 signals how many of you use 37 signals if you do can you put 37 in the chat i'm curious there's so many crm and back office and in productivity uh tools out there i'm curious who uses 37 signals yeah but I, if you're if you're in your browser and you don't know what it is i'd suggest you check it out 37 signals a nice software program i've never used it well i've used it before but i don't use it currently but it's pretty good if you're looking for one so here's what jason said Risk tolerance is the scarcest resource in most companies. What I'm doing through in my journey right now, I'm on the, on the, on the path of selling one company. I've been Mr. Small Business since 2015. That's seven years of being Mr. Small Business. And before that, I was years, I was Mr. Small Biz Technology, my company before that. I'm not saying it's going to go away, but that's shifting where I'm building leadership and defense. What's got Simons and Adam Smith? Whole new world. And of course, I'll be Ramon. Ramon's never going away. Oh, Ramon's going to be Ramon. But it's a shift. But this is the beauty of growth when you're willing to step out and take a risk. Another second thing that uh, Jason said, it's my job, my obligation to fill the coffers with risk. It's my role to make sure there's an ample, ample supply. You should have most of your team members working on running the company, the steady growth and serving your customers. You don't want them to feel risk. But as executives, as creators, many of us as very small businesses here, right? As creators we are, TM's here, Yin is here. What's up, Jennifer? Jennifer's here, Christina Howard, Lolita's here, right? And all in the community, Kim and Limitless and Coco and Nivia and Jeff and Mac, right? So many of us, Arpit's here and so many others, Pamela and others, Dr. Tanji's here, what's up, Dr. O, right? Risk is important. I'm sure Dr. O didn't grow the company she did by, by, by uh, being scared and not taking risk. I'm sure Yin didn't grow to be the amazing person she is by not taking risk, and TM and all of us. So risk is important. And the third thing it says, there are certain risks founders need to take that others will not. This has been my life. I remember when the pandemic hit, March 2020, I built like in 24 hours a landing page called it the Survive and Thrive Summit, and I sold tens of thousands of dollars of sponsorship like that. Now, that's the end of the story that sounds good, but you know what a risk it was to do that, to take my shot? But that's my world. I'm most comfortable in the uncomfortability. And, and that's not for everybody, because I applaud people who don't want to take the risk. That's great that you, you work for a company, you work for somebody like myself, or you have a job, and we'll pay you a nice salary to do what you do. That's great. But those of us who love risk, those of us who love the unknown, it's a beautiful life. And sometimes it doesn't work. And you got to, you know, patch yourself up and get back up again. All right. Ding, 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 ding. The power of the lunch break and why so many of us are bad at taking one. This is nice. And again, click that link if you want to follow along and see my notes. I'll be kind of editing the bit after this segment. These are raw notes I'm sharing here. Or DM me on IG, BWC. And you'll see in these notes, by the way, if I can help you in some way, you're like, man, Ramon, I'd love you to help me with personal branding. Love you to help me with some marketing. Love you to help me with things like that. That's my jam. Click on that link. Schedule some time with me. I'm happy to see how I can help you in about an hour and 90 minutes or refer you, more importantly, refer you to other people. So the power of the lunch break. Bottom line here, it's important we all take a break. 
we should take a break. Here's what these, some of the experts are saying. When you have an internal dialogue that goes, I don't have the time. I'll do it later. That's when you end up with people who are starving by 4 p.m. and their energy is completely drained. Sounds like Larissa, right? Meaning talk of the advice she would share. Start by peppering smaller breaks of five to 10 minutes into your day. Sometimes I can get so busy, people, so busy, ladies and gentlemen, I just run and run ragged and I shouldn't do it. Third point here, humans can typically focus and perform well in 90-minute bursts, said John Trokovas, a professor of organizational behavior at the University of Toronto. So I encourage you people, take breaks. I'm going to pause real quick here, take one or two quick shares, and then I'm going to dive into my last two points about we can't help everyone, and Ramon spilled spaghetti all over his beige floor. His wife was not happy. All right. Who wants to join in on what I shared? I talked about the power of taking lunch breaks, risks, uh, the aspect of security I talked about, summer travel, mom is being overwhelmed, how to fund two businesses, or anything else you wanted to dive in. We'll take one or two more shares as we continue the segment. Who wants to unmike, say your name, and join me? Hey, Ramona, it's Shante, really quick. Shante, um, go. The lunch break thing, I was notorious and I was burning myself out and I started paying attention and I noticed around that 80 minute mark is when I kind of taper off. So I literally schedule my day in 90 minute segments. So in 90 minute uh, like sections. So this really works. So thank you for sharing that powerful topic. Thanks. Uh, Shantae, you're welcome. Shantae, take 10 seconds to remind us who you are, what you do and how we can support you and how, what you do for the world. Please. I am Shantae with the flair. And our heart hygiene is my thing. I am about us reversing hypertension and heart disease naturally. That's what I do. And AbundantHealthServices.com is my site. Thank you. I love Woo! it. Woo! I think that's so important. I love when we come here and speak. We should uplift and uplift, and especially those who take the time to comment. We're all a part of the BWC community. Time for one more share before I go on. Then we'll have plenty more time. Who's up? I heard a Hey, Ramon. Oh. It's Megan. Hey, Megan. What's Hi, up, Megan? Go for good it. morning. I just would like to comment on taking risks. Truth is, you've got the desires of your heart in you right now. Don't look at it as a risk. Look at it as if you don't take that step and take action, you will miss what is in your heart. What you were born for, take that step. Take that risk. I mean, I've been doing it for 30 years. This is actually the anniversary, 30 years uh, uh, since I started my first skincare brand. So, and I surely was taking a risk there. So I would never be work, working or walking in my destiny if I didn't take that step. Do it now, do it scared. Have a blessed oh, day. I love Megan, it, I Megan, love Megan. it. Indeed, Ed. Thanks for being here, Ed. So I heard, I think someone unmiked and wanted to say something, and then we're going to jump on. Anybody was unmiking and wanted to speak? It was oh. Can you hear me? Yes, please go ahead. I, I forgot. Yes, I heard your voice. And say your name again. It's ah, Meredith. Meredith. What's up, Meredith? Meredith. Please, go ahead. Solomon. How are good, you? Good, good, good. Hey, Meredith, because I want to hear what you're sharing, Meredith, your voice is coming out crackling. So just hold that thought for three minutes. That's cool. I've got the red bar of yes, death. Yes, yes. See, let me. I've got the red bar of death. Can you hear me now? Now we can hear you. Go for it, please. Okay. So moms and being overwhelmed, that's that's done. Um, my last one just left the nest about six months ago. Um, so not so much overwhelmed 
with that. It's the grandkids. <laughs> I've got five of them. So um, that's a little overwhelming at times, but uh, I'm, I'm powering through it. I'm taking a job and put both oh, you know, no. go into the... <laughs> You're <laughs> back the, in the, uh, the unknown. Yeah. You know, it was crazy, but um, things are starting to come together now. You know, I've met some some phenomenal humans on this uh, on this platform, and so I'm, I'm building my tribe, and they're helping me get get through some of these tough times that I have sometimes trying to build a business. Well, actually, not trying to. I am doing it. So uh, I appreciate your shares, Raymond, and um, y'all have a great day. I'm getting ready to go into work now. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. So glad you're here. David, the sales angel, if you're available and ready before I dive into my last two segments, David, I would love, David, for you to briefly introduce yourself and then take two minutes if you can. Can you share with us like one Monday morning tip that we can take into about sales? For some, David, as you probably know, sales is very, very scary. For some people, they do sales pretty well, like myself, but we can all learn, David. I know you do it well, well, well. So, David, give a quick introduction, if you don't mind, who you are. I know you're on Clubhouse. Many people know you already. And then if you're ready, David, this is impromptu because I saw you pop in, and I always love to hear from you. Can you give us like a Monday morning sales tip? And then I'm going to dive into my last two segments. David, are you there? Is that good? Okay, David, he may be trying to unmute or he couldn't get to the mic right now. That's all good. David, if, when you're, if you're available, just feel to unmic and jump on in. All right, here we go. The next topic that I want to speak about. We can't help everyone. We can't save the world. Lessons from Old Navy. Ding, 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 ding. Here's the thing. Old Navy got clothing sizes for everyone in its stores, which is commendable. They wanted to really not leave out any of their customers, and I totally get it. I get it, especially for a big billion-dollar company, diversity, inclusion, and all these things. Get it, and these are admirable. But I just wanted to give the lesson, especially for us smaller businesses. Old Navy wanted to save and serve the entire world. We may be tempted to do that. You have TM, America's most loved coach. You have Yen, who knows all about finances. You got Christina, who knows all about health and beauty and things. And so many of you, Lolita, power of the spoken word and amazing things she does helping ladies, entrepreneurs be better. And I can go on. But TM or Lolita or Coco or Nivea or Dr. Jeff, Pastor Jeff, rather, you can't, we, we small people, as it were, can't help everybody. So if we're trying to say, yeah, yeah. Dr. O saying, I can help everybody in the world, everybody who comes in, no matter how much money you have, no matter what your goals are, no matter who you are, I can help everybody. I'm saying this metaphorically. You're going to end up helping nobody because as everybody's crowding to you, you're going to be trying to serve green M&M people. You're going to be trying to serve orange M&M people. You're going to be trying to serve red M&M people. You're going to be trying to serve striped M&M people. Your message is going to be confused. Your marketing is going to be confused. How you're talking to the people is going to be confused. And everybody's going to be jumbled up and frustrated. So my message to us today is get a bit more focused and it's okay to say no. But let me tell you how we can save the world metaphorically. Still can't save the whole world, but how we can move forward to that. Once we build sustainable businesses that are rocking, that are profitable, 
that are gener that were selling at a premium. There is no shame in selling at a premium. Once you do that, people, I find it leaves you time to volunteer with whoever you want, however you want. You can do it in any imperfect scenario you want because it's time, yes, but that time is allocated, allocated to save the world, as it were. There's a young man I work with. He has some mental instabilities. He, he has some serious, serious issues. Some issues are a bit dangerous. But you know what? Once a week or longer, I can take a half an hour, an hour, and I just listen to him. He rants. He talks about he wants to end his life sometime. I listen to him. I affirm him. I say, no, I don't do that, man. And he feels great. That's the time I can spend. Or, or as we build businesses to generate wealth, if Yen wants to, if TM wants to, Lolita wants to, they can say, I'll give my money to whatever cause I want to help change the world. So I'm going to pause there a minute before I get to my last segment about Ramon spilled spaghetti on the floor. And I'd love to hear from anybody who, who resonated with that aspect that sometimes we want to help everybody. Sometimes we want to save the world. We want to lower our price. We want to scramble and go all over. We want to fill our calendar with everybody who's clawing at us. But if we do that, we end up frustrated and we end up not serving the people who we intend to serve. I see KK saying that, yes, 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 yeah. Love that KK Sue and others. So I'm gonna pause a bit. Who wants to unmike, say your name clearly, and join me in this conversation about this before I do my last segment. I go for you, Raymond. Ed, it's all you, go. And then I heard another voice. Who was the voice after Ed? Say your name clearly for me. Liddy. Okay, Ed and then Liddy. Ed, you first, go Ed. All right, brother. I appreciate you this morning. It's always fun. Uh, you can't you can't help everybody, and you also you don't want to help everybody because my sales. This is about sales this morning. My sales experience is filled with places where you get if you get too anxious to to work for somebody or work with someone, it's almost like repellent. I believe that there's 20% of the people that you will make a sales contact with that will do business with you forever. You just have to go find them. And don't get bogged down and fearful about not making the sale. You go find your 20 people that you want to be in business with. My name's Ed, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, Ed, that was so powerful, Ed. And again, using my real-life example, again, of course, of people who we all know, Scott and Adam, this relationship didn't start, Ed, immediate. You know, we didn't know each other. But on this platform especially, you hear voices. You hear what people say consistently, day by day by day, and you resonate. And then you raise your hand and say, ooh, that's the person I'd like to work with. So, Ed, thank you so much for being on the stage. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it so much. Liddy, you are up next. Go for it. What's up? How are you? I'm fine and you. Thank you so much for the time and also for the conversation. Okay. So I have a question for you. You know, I understand that we cannot be everything for everybody. And my question is the following. I am an educator. So I work with families with their little ones. And also I am French. So I speak fluently French and I know how to teach it for a little children. So now when I work with uh, families about, you know, the education, how, you can have a healthier family relationship with your little ones, especially when um, they start, you know, expressing strong emotion. Then they love the work that I'm doing with them. And then they say, oh, by the way, 
can you teach French? Can you, you see? So it's not like you are looking to do more, but people are asking more from you because they love the way that you do the first thing that uh, brings them to you. So now in my case, I'm like, okay, because you know, it's not much for me because I know how to do it. But then you agree, I will agree with you that now I am wearing so many hats. But my question is the following, how can you restrain yourself? Because the money is good from the um, education part, but also it's good from the French part. So I don't want to say no because he brings money, but at the same time, I'm not looking for it. It's just coming at me. So what do you recommend? Is it like, no, 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 no. I'm doing education, so I need to stay there. Oh, can we have exception? Tell me. Bonjour, madame. Comment ça va? Très bien, merci. Ah, ça va très bien? Oui. Arigato. Hola, como esta? Me llamo Ramon Aurelio. Um, anyways, I just went off the rails there. Um, <laughs> that's all the Spanish, all the French I know, Liddy. Liddy, here's, I'm going to answer your question from what Larissa Harrington shared with me, Liddy, and advice I got from Seth Godin. So, and then, I've and please stay with us. I'd love to get your feedback. <clears throat> One, what Larissa Harrington, another coach, told me, because like you, I like to do several different things, and because I'm good at what I do, by God's grace, by God's grace, my clients often ask me for multiple things. And she gave me permission. If my family, if my health, if my money, if what I want to do is fulfilled, go for it, Liddy. But if you feel aggravated, if you feel frustrated, if you're not being compensated, if you're unhealthy, if you're not spending time with whoever in your life, you get what I mean, then you may want to reconsider it. But if Liddy's taking care of Liddy and Liddy's happy, Liddy, you are good. So that's one. Stay with me. I'll give the both pieces of input. Then I'll hear from you before I go on. But I'm so glad you asked it. So that's one is that people like us, Liddy, who like to do a lot of things, as long as we're happy with it and fulfilling the other areas of my life, God bless America and God bless France or whatever. You feel what I mean? So that's one. And then two, Seth Godin says this. We have to decide, Liddy, do we want to be a freelancer, which is a solo person who is only doing one project at a time, but all the things we can do? Or do we want to be a small business owner, which is what I am, and we do a few scalable things with a small team of people that help exponentially expand us? That's small business. There's still limits, but we can do a bit more because we have systems, we have processes and team members to help us. Or do you want to be a startup that's a big business, that's scaling and serving everybody, quote unquote, in the world? It's the choice, Liddy. It's the choice we get to make, to say yes or to say no. But the key thing is, is Liddy happy? Liddy, what are your thoughts on that? It, it, how does that feel to you? Okay, I, I understand. So it's, uh, I would say that it's better to focus, I would say all my money marketing in one thing. And if the other things come and it's not burdensome, it's, 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 it's okay, it's good to accept it. But as soon as that I feel that it's, it's becoming a strain and I don't want to do it. I, I don't have the love of it. Even though I'm good at it, I should say no, because it's not the, my main, uh, my main uh, industry, you know, the main thing that I'm doing. Yes. Okay. Correct. And, and another thing to think of, this is where referrals can get in. So if you don't, you still say no, but if you want to say, for example, Liddy, I'd like you to tell me, uh, I, say to me, Ramon, 
I'm hosting an event. I want you to come and drop some poetry at the event. I want you to say that to me. Say, say that to me, Lily. At, invite me to your event and ask me to come and do some poetry. Okay, Ramon, I'm going to have a fantastic event and I need you to do some poetry. Are you in? Awesome, Liddy. Oh, that is so cool. That is so absolutely amazing. I would love to do it, Liddy, but you know what? I do main stage keynotes and I speak about small business marketing. It's not quite the fit for me, Liddy, but here's the number of my girl, Lolita Walker. She will put fire on that stage. Her number dot, 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 LolitaEWalker.com. You should see her and she's just as good or better than me, Liddy. How does that sound, Liddy? Would you like me to do that? Please say yes. Would you like me to do that? Yes. Boom. You see how I did it? I said no. I'm fine. It's not what I want to do. I served you, and then I uplifted a queen, a friend, and, and brought business to her. That's how the world works. So that's how you say no, but say yes, if that's how Yes, I understand. And that's why that it's awesome. important to have, you know, networking. So if I cannot, I can still be of service by referring somebody else. So now I'm just, you know, uh, bringing more value into my customer or client, even though I'm not doing the job. So that is good. Very good. Awesome. And Liddy, the next time you have the big global small business conference, call me. When they have like a real estate marketing in, call Justin. When they talk about recurring revenue, call Kim. When they talk about money matters, call Yin. When they talk about mindset and leadership, call TM. When they talk about how to rock sales, call Christina. When they talk about how to power your voice, call Lolita. When I can go on. So let me move on. My last point, everybody. And thank you, Lydia, for being a part of it. So glad you did. My last point of the day, Ramon spilled spaghetti on the floor. Last Friday night, we had ordered some beautiful, beautiful junk food from a local pizzeria. I ordered a slice of pizza, ordered some salad. We ordered some penne stuff. I don't eat Italian food very much. My family loves it, though, some penne and stuff with the red sauce. We ordered it. I took my plate out and put it on the little TV table. We were all going to sit together and watch some movies. And the box it was on wasn't centered properly. So I took off my food, turned around. Two round plates of penne or whatever you call it, forgive me, I don't know, but not the white sauce, the red sauce stuff, spilled on my beige floor. My wife saw it. She's a wonderful woman, but you know people have limits. She was like, oh my God! So we now have like a four foot, whatever the width is, of red stuff on the floor. But here's the lesson learned from it. Here's the lesson learned. A, I should slow down, pause, as Lolita says, as Larissa says, pause a bit. That's one. Two, I did waste the money, yes, but as Seth Godin says as well, and I suggest you look at his article, he talks about sunk costs. It's over. The moment that incident happened, I threw it out of my mind, and I went on, what's next? So that's two. Yes, my wife was upset. I acknowledged her anger and her frustration, and I acknowledged it, and I said, I'm sorry. So I had marinara sauce all over the carpet. So I cleaned it up as best I can. Cleaned it up, cleaned it up, cleaned it up. But then my niece was there. She said, Uncle Ramon, maybe you should get some better cleaner, different cleaner. So I went to Home Depot and guess what? I went quick, 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 quick. I put spray on the carpet and a lot more of the dirt came up. Then I read the instructions, took my glasses off. It said, do it again if it doesn't work. I did it again. My point being, yeah, we're gonna make a mess in life. 
We are going to make a mess, and I'm frustrated. There's still a bit of red stain on there, but it's coming off. It's coming off very faint. Sometimes we're going to see the scars from the mistakes we make. And it will frustrate and annoy us, but sometimes those scars can be turned into a crown. Sometimes those scars can be turned into a point of memory. Thank you, Coach Marco. <laughs> sometimes those scars can be turned into a memory marker. Sometimes those scars, those things we go to, are a source of strength. Because you can guarantee one thing, Ramon will never, ever in his life spill a box of spaghetti on the floor during TV family day again, ever. And I'm thankful I that this was a coffee on the floor in the doctor's office. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and as Dave Ramsey says, mistakes are okay, but you just don't want to make fatal mistakes. That's what you don't want to do. Because fatal mistakes would destroy your business. So that's what you want to make sure of. And we have a short amount of time, three minutes to go. And somebody has a hot mic. We can hear your phone ringing. So I want to leave time. Who wants to jump on with me with this lesson that I learned from spilling spaghetti on the floor? How did that resonate with you? How many of you have made mistakes in life that you regretted? How many of you angered somebody before? But how many of you had to move on? How many of you had to move forward? How many of you had to get help cleaning up the mistake before you can move on? And even though you see the scar, how many now look at that scar and see it as a badge, something you can tell the story to to help someone else? Somebody's got to be able to talk to me today. Come on now. Talk to me. I'd say all of us, Ramon, all of TM. us. TM and then Lolita. Go, TM. <laughs> yeah, you know, go go for it, Lolita. I'll go after you. I say all okay. of us. Go, Lolita. Lolita. Go for it. All right, I'll do this really quickly. You know, I've made mistake over mistake, and I love that. I'm going to send you an article on how exactly to get that stain up. Um, here's Ooh, the thing is that – oh, absolutely. Here's the thing is that your clarity on being, and I wrote this inside the chat too, I love how clear you were in being able to talk about people's strengths and not only their strengths, but I will go to this person for this. I will go to this person for this. And just a reminder to everybody that's here is that though we make mistakes in life, when you stay focused, when you stay focused, people know what you do and are able to articulate it just like Ramon is able to do. Stay focused. Love the message, Ramon. Love the laughs. Let me get that article to you. <laughs> oh, please do. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, Glenn? TM, what's up, man? Talk to us, brother. We, look, Ramon, we love you. First of all, I could see that commercial that you just described uh, as you dropped that Getty on the floor. I could literally see it, and that was like a commercial. Maybe you should sell some sturdy plates. I'm or liking I don't that. Know, Ramon. You like the bounty but, but ones, listen. right? Where the dad has his mouth open, and you see the slow music <laughs> splash. Go ahead, Tia. Go ahead. I, I caught the visual, man. You know, I mean, I, I like to lean on uh, Nelson Mandela's quote, man. I, I quote it all the time. You know, we, we don't uh, lose, right? And I think when we think we make mistakes, we feel like losers. Listen, what's the lesson? We, we don't lose. We either win or we learn, right? We learn. And um, Echo and Lolita, lo love how you, you know, teed up being able to say no. Because a lot of us feel pressure, right? There's pressure with being able to say no. But really, the, it's about boundaries, right? And so, you know, you... you, you you stated it, man. You know, you can, uh, with grace, say no, serve yourself while, you know, getting the right people in place, right? Um, and it's a win-win for everybody. But, I mean, you know, it's not about losing or failing, right? It's about learning uh, if you don't win. And so love this message always, uh, TM.
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.